Welcome, you're listening to Ask the Doulas, a podcast where we talk to experts from all over the country about topics related to pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and early parenting. Let's chat. Hello, this is Kristen with Ask the Doulas, and I'm joined today by Catherine O'Brien. And Catherine is the founder of happywithbaby.com. She is a mom of two and has a master's in psychology and is also a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you, Kristen, for having me. I'm happy to be here with you. You have a lot going on, so especially with your new book. Yes. So how do you balance everything as a mom, author, um, therapist, and (laughs) having so many different online programs and so on? Yeah, that's a good question. Very carefully. And sometimes some days are better than others. And I think the, the number one thing that I've learned over the years is I constantly have to check in with myself because I, I'll do a lot of things and I like to do a lot of things. And there are times where the balance gets shifted and then I'm like overwhelmed, burned out. It's been a constant um, reevaluation. And I think it wasn't until having kids where I'm finally like, I, you can't afford to burn yourself out. You can't afford to like, not be able to, to lay in bed all weekend because you're so exhausted from like a crazy week at work or whatever it is. Exactly. Our kids need us. So yeah, there's no off time. Right. Right. So I would love to really get into, um, you know, that family dynamic as it changes from being a couple to introducing that first child. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to the changes that you know having that first baby brings to the relationship? Yeah, I think. Well, there's a lot of you know changes, and I know personally for us, you know, we had a great relationship and, you know, like to spend time together and do all these things. And then baby arrived, he had a lot of needs and we were learning a lot of new things and it became stressful. Like just even how we communicated because before kids, like, I think we just kind of communicate or knew what the other person was going to do or whatever. But now there was like so many new like tasks and chores and things to do that it was like, needing to communicate more, but we still weren't communicating at the level that we needed. Does that make sense? Yes. And even as a therapist, it's still challenging, it seems to uh, communicate your needs. (laughs) And I think that was like the most, like, I was finding it really hard and I was getting really frustrated with him. And then I was like frustrated at myself because I'm like, how am I not able to do this? Like, this is what I help other people do. Why am I struggling? And, you know, we had never had those, that level of struggle before. So, you know, it became really frustrating. So it was like learning how to reevaluating how we communicated with each other. And then, you know, plus like managing like all the household um, chores and stuff and um, how we were managing. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so important to have these discussions during pregnancy versus waiting until baby arrives and figuring it out again, like looking at dividing up household responsibilities. Um, We have an online course called Becoming a Mother, and we talk a lot about budgeting and priorities like you would when you're building a home or planning a wedding. This is another major life occurrence and really figuring out is a housekeeper a priority or meal delivery service, like really what is essential 
essential um, that you could outsource. What can your partner or husband take over? What are you able to do? But of course, I mean, there's that healing phase, regardless of how a woman births, where you really can't be doing much the first six to nine weeks. Right. And we shouldn't like we should, you know, ideally, I think in the best of worlds, we would get like that bonding time and we wouldn't have to do those things. And, you know, we could bond with our baby and our partner and have other supports. And that's just not, you know, unfortunately, it's not how it is. And so it's like, where do you find those little ways to make things easier? Like you said, like being able to outsource, you know, food delivery or, you know, those types of things, you know, to make life easier, if even just like for a short period of time, that's what we didn't, we didn't have really set up for us. And so it was, you know, it was really hard trying to do it all. And we would find ourselves like, like, I remember like nine o'clock at night trying to eat dinner because we really wanted, uh, we always yes. ate dinner together. And so we were like trying to do that. And then it was like, you know, I'm hangry and, you know, like, <laughs> totally. and like, how are we putting stuff together? And, you know, and so it was really, it was really hard. And then we're like, okay, we've got it. I remember us looking at each other one day is like, we're trying to eat and the baby's like crying, you know, like he wasn't sleeping and like trying to like take care of him and eat together. And we're like, okay, we got to do something else because this isn't sustainable eating at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Right. Definitely not. No. So figuring out like how to do that. And then also like, so then you have like the household management stuff, but then also like, how do you continue to have that connection with each other and the, the intimacy and how are we supporting each other? Because we, we both need it during this time and forever, really. Right. As, as a couple first and yes. then seeing each other as parents, you know, yes. secondly. And I feel like there are so many stressors with families and breakdowns with communication and, you know, divorces happen in those early years. And so really keeping that communication, keeping the focus and the romance alive, even if it's just like you said, trying to eat dinner together yeah. when baby's sleeping, or if you have other children when they're sleeping and mm -hmm. watching a movie or just checking in. And so, and I know for myself, when my husband went back to work right away mm -hmm. and I was alone all day, it's like right when he got home, I wanted to talk to an adult human. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like expecting so much and he needed to decompress from work. So we had to work that out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because there is that like decompression time from like, we teach a course, my husband and I teach a course together too. And we call it like that second shift. Like, you know, the parent that was outside the home is coming home. And it's like, oh, now you're, it's time for your second shift. Like, what do you need for and how much time and what does that look like? And I think it's like talking about, it. it's not even that you need those things every single day, but no. like having those like little check-in breaks, those moments for yourselves. Like, I think there's three questions, I, you know, I encourage all my clients and couples that I work with to talk about. And the first one is like, what are you doing to take care and reconnect with yourself? Like, what do you need? And we need to look at that. And the second question is, what are you doing to support and connect with your partner? And oh, the third question it. is, what will you do to like nurture and bond, you know, connect with your child? And they're in that order for a reason. And the reason is like, I feel like that first one is like, we have to be taking care of ourselves in order to like sustainably do the other two long-term, if we're not putting into ourselves, like you asked me that question at the beginning, like, how do I balance at all? It's like, yeah, it's like, I need to constantly check in and, you know, make sure that I'm taking care of myself because I can't continue to do 
have a good relationship with my partner and be the kind of parent that I want to be and, you know, do my job for that matter. If I'm not making sure that I'm taking care of my own needs. And then, you know, the second question is like, we can making sure that we're bonding, connecting with our partner. We do that so much. We can be better parents when we're better partners too, right? Because we need each other to, it makes it easier, you know, when we can rely on each other and know what, what each other needs, but also when I'm feeling connected, supported by my partner, like, I feel like everything is easier for me you know, because we, absolutely he's there. Like you're on the same wants, team. He right. wants to be there with me. You know, if I'm not like cranky and angry at him or whatever. Hey, Alyssa here. I'm just popping in to tell you about our course called Becoming. Becoming a mother is your guide to a confident pregnancy and birth all in a convenient six week online program from birth plans to sleep training and everything in between. You'll gain the confidence and skills you need for a smooth transition to motherhood. You'll get live coaching calls with Kristen and myself, a bunch of expert videos, including chiropractic care, pelvic floor physical therapy, mental health experts, breastfeeding, and much more. You'll also get a private Facebook community with other mothers going through this at the same time as you to offer support and encouragement when you need it most. And then, of course, you'll also have direct email access to me and Kristen in addition to the live coaching calls. If you'd like to learn more about the course, you can email us at info at goldcoastdoulas.com or check it out at thebecomingcourse.com. We'd love to see you there. And then do you find as a therapist that it can be challenging for partners to lose the time and intention they got with their partner when a newborn and potentially other children are really demanding a lot of their time and attention? Is there some of that? Yeah. I mean, I think that that's one of the biggest challenges that I talk with the couples. Sometimes one partner wanting more, feeling like they need more or, you know, being kind of left out. It's like, you know, one partner feels is more connected or focusing on the baby and the other partner is like, I don't even know what I want to do. And that's one of the reasons I added that third question is like, well, you both need to be doing things that are nurturing and bonding with your child. Like one parent doesn't have to do it all. That was eye-opening for me too. And not that I felt like I had to do it all. My husband was, fortunately, he was super supportive and hands-on. But then there were times where I'm like, well, this is how I'm doing it. So I want you to do it exactly how I do it. Or like, and I was like, no, no, he's going to do it. This is working for me. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to figure it out on his own. You know, we all have our learning curve, what we're doing with our children and what we're comfortable with. And, you know, not all of us are teeny tiny baby, you know, like, that's not our phase. You know, we like them a little bit easier for us and we feel, you know, better about what we're doing when we're getting a little feedback and they're smiling at us and we can play with them more like that seems to be easier. But in the meantime, like we still need to be doing things to help and support each other, like changing the diapers, rocking them to sleep or whatever that looks like for your family, but that you're both doing it and letting each other do it and not feeling like, well, I have to do it because I'm the only one that can, or it's easier when I do it the baby settles down faster. It's like, well, you know, give your partner a chance too. I think within reason, because they need that, they need that time on their side, <laughs> increase the bonding for them as well. Right. And women who are exclusively breastfeeding can certainly mm-hmm. use the extra sleep time. If their partner can get baby back to sleep, change yes. the diaper, burp the baby, then you have that extra time. Yeah. So, and they also get that one-on-one time with the baby. So it's win-win. Right. Right. Exactly. No, I know. I realized like, 
and then it was like my favorite thing because, you know, our kids would wake up in the middle of the night. If I got up with them, it was like, all of a sudden they're hungry and they wanted to eat. It seemed like, and then I realized like, well, if my husband does, like he can do a quick diaper change and go back to sleep. Like they're not smelling milk or whatever that they're like decided now they, you know, need a snack or something. Exactly. So I was like, I'm like, well, I think you should actually get up with them because (laughs) they go right back to sleep. And I'm up for like an hour, you know, doing a feeding and all that. And he just like looks at me like, okay. (laughs) And not all the time, but you know, definitely like we had to figure out how to work those things out. And, you know, again, those were like conversations because it's not like one week or one day this scenario can work, but then as they age and they go through different growth spurts and stuff like you, you need to constantly be talking about and figuring out like, how are you supporting each other? Cause it's rough. Like not getting enough sleep is torturous. Exactly. And it can lead to perinatal mood disorders. I mean, if your sleep is just, if you're not getting caught up, it is very stressful. So as far as your course, you teach the bringing home baby program. Now, is that the one you teach with your husband? I've taken the bringing home baby program. And then prior to that, we had kind of developed our own program. And so like I incorporate some of the aspects of it. We have our own course, mine, yours, ours, relationship survival guide to baby's first year. And so it's a shorter course. And we, you know, we've been doing teaching that for over 11 years now. I think, yeah, this is going into our 12th year. Our son is turning 13 soon, which I'm saying that. And I'm like, is that really true? Like, <laughs> right. How can that be? I'm like, as I, I was like, st- he was standing next to me yesterday and he's like, mom, look how much taller I am than you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how are you already so huge? You know, cause I feel like we just like brought him home, but anyways, so yeah, I can so- relate completely. <laughs> So as they say, it goes by so fast. And I think like, especially when you're in it in those early days, it feels like, oh my gosh, these are, it's so long. And you're, especially when you're so exhausted, but then now I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, it does. It like flies by. Yes. It's important to cherish that time, even though it can feel like it drags out. Yeah. Yeah. It goes by quickly. So your book is the happy with baby an extension then of all of the work that you've been doing in this space. What uh, really led you to to take the time and energy to put a book out into the world. Yeah. So like I said, we've been teaching this course forever. And the course was, it was basically based upon a collection of like thoughts that I wish I would have known. Like, you know, I was a therapist when I had our son, our first child. And when I was like going through, I was like, oh, I wish I would have known that. Like, why didn't no one warn me? Or if they warned me, like it wasn't loud enough. Right. No, just like accumulation of ideas that I wish I would have known. And I was like, how do I share these? And then listening, going to different like moms groups or different, you know, scenarios and stuff like that. And I was hearing other people talk and I'm like, oh, so I'm we're definitely not alone. And in some circumstances, people were struggling in ways that we weren't even struggling, but it was like this like new parenthood journey is not for the faint of heart. Like this is hard and there needs to be more support out there. And so, you know, I, yes. we put this course together based on that. Um, Cause we were given this opportunity, given an opportunity to teach a class. And I was like, I have the perfect idea for new parents. And my was fortunate. My husband agreed to join me to do it just so that you could get like both parents perspective. And then kind of as that went along and, you know, we got more stories and heard more things. And I was like, I think someone mentioned to me about writing a book and I'm like, yeah, well, I guess that would be easier than like trying to go around the world. (laughs) No, I do have like dreams of doing that. So like, you know, we started like kind of putting the book together and kind of expanding what we teach in the workshop and everything. And that's just kind of was a long, I feel like I 
was writing that book for years. I bet. <laughs> it was the biggest, the longest pregnancy ever was trying to like birth this book. But yeah, so that's where, yeah, that's where that came from. So. And how can our listeners and doula clients find your book? Yeah, so it's on Amazon or anywhere books are sold online. You can find it. Um, it's Happy With Baby, Essential Relationship Advice When Partners Become Parents. And you can go to my website, at which is happywithbaby.com. And there's a link on there. You can click on that to make it easy too <laughs> for you. So, And Catherine, you have some online groups as well that parents can join. Fill us in on how else yeah. they can get engaged with you. Yeah. So I have been doing for over 12 years now, like a meetup group locally here in Sacramento. And it's kind of been a lot of different renditions. And when the pandemic started, well, I can't stop doing the group. Like um, parents need support more than ever. And so I transitioned it to an online Zoom group. And what I didn't realize is because I host it through meetup.com is that when you click on that it is now virtual, it goes out to the world. So the benefit is that people from all over the world have joined us now. Like we've had people in Ukraine and Canada. And so that I do that once a month currently. And yeah, it's open to anyone and everyone. Typically I have pregnant and postpartum, newly postpartum parents, but then it's also, you know, sometimes I get parents with older kids too. So it's just like support for kind of parents, the early stages and a little bit beyond as well. So just needing to, I think, realize that we're not in this alone. And, you know, I think the beauty of having it go out to the world is like parenting issues aren't different in another country. Like there's a a lot of similarities, some, a little, there are differences, but a lot of the same concerns and issues are, you know, universal. So um, it's just been, I, I guess it's one of the things that, you know, I've enjoyed the most is just getting to like connect with more people around the world. So yeah, it can be so isolating during the what seems like never ending pandemic. So it's great yes. that there's this virtual support, as well as class options. And is most of um, your therapy then telehealth or how are you seeing one-on-one clients? Yeah. So I am still doing the majority of telehealth appointments. So I can, you know, meet with clients all through like California too. So that's, nice. yeah, been nice to like open it up as well. Some areas don't have, you know, as much as many um, support systems in place. So it just, I think that has been one of the good things if there are good things about the pandemic is that I've seen like a greater source of like online support out there for moms and parents and stuff like that. Cause you know, we definitely need it during this time. So. Exactly. So any final tips for our listeners, Catherine? Um, any final tips? That's a good question. I think <laughs> it's like one of the things I'll hear from parents is like, just feeling like, ah, oh, I'm not doing it there's more I could be doing or like being hard on ourselves. And I think it's like, you know, you're the most perfect parent for your child. And I think if you continue to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, right. So that you can take care of your relationship and take care of your children, then that is the most important thing that you can do for your family. Love it. And any tips for partners who are listening? Um, talk to your partner, (laughs) like have check-ins, like check in with each other and see like how you're both doing and see what you can do like to support each other. But then also where can you find the little moment during the day or during the week spend with each other 
that isn't distracted by like other things. Like even if it's like 10, 15 minutes and you're doing that every day, like those moments like add up over the week and the month and stuff, but make sure that you're taking those times to really like check in with each other. So true. Thank you. It was so lovely to speak with you and we will share your resources with not only our doula clients, but also our becoming students. So it was wonderful to meet you, Catherine. It was so nice meeting you too, Kristen. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Ask the Doulas. For more information about Gold Coast Doulas, visit us on our website, goldcoastdoulas.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Thank you. Remember, these moments are golden.